to read Back to Reality, the best-selling novel of the bestseller experiment by the two marks, go to bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash back to reality. And subscribe to this podcast to get loads of extra bonuses. Go to bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash subscribe. Let's run the show. Hello and welcome to the Bestseller Experiment, where we continue to discover what makes a bestseller and inspire you to start, finish and publish your book. I'm Mark DeVoe. And I am Mark Stay. And a big thank you to our sponsor, ProWriting Aid, the official editing software of the Bestseller Experiment. ProWriting Aid is so much more than just a grammar checker. It's a style editor and writing mentor all in one package. And what's more, ProWriting Aid integrates with Scrivener, Word, Google Docs, Chrome, Safari, Firefox, OpenOffice, and Outlook. It's designed for the smarter writer, which is all you lot. And as a listener of the Best Seller Experiment, you can get a whopping 20% off right now. Get your discount today at prowritingaid.com forward slash bestseller. Happy New Year to you, Mr. D, and Happy New Year to everyone. How are you? I'm doing great. And yes, Happy New Year to everyone. This is our live show of the month. It's January 2020. We made it. We got through 2019. And here we are. Welcome to this new decade. And welcome to everyone who has joined us in the studio live today. It's like a madhouse. There's like, they're all having a party. I'm just seeing this scrolling list of people chatting with yeah, each other. We're going to say quick hello, shout out to some of the folks with us today. Angela, Bob, Shell, Darius, Darren, Frank, Jack, Jan, Kerry, Laura, Liam, Paul, Neil, Rosemary, Robin, Simon, Sage, tomorrow. Welcome. You are all very welcome. It's great. We've got some first timers in today and everyone who's with us today is part of our um, BXP team is part of the people that support this podcast. And thank you to everyone who has done that. Thank oh, you yes. to everyone who's, who's actually been supporting the podcast just over Christmas. We got a couple of Christmas presents, didn't we, Mark? Did you? I didn't. Well, no. What? In terms of... <laughs> no, I didn't get any Christmas presents. I just got coal in my what? stocking. But I was you thinking... presents and I'm not getting I was, presents. I was what? thinking... Not, not from our listeners, but people supporting the podcast. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. We have. We've got some wonderful, wonderful new patrons. In fact, we're giving the shout out. Let's give them a shout out. Emanuela Deconor, Aggie Bloom Thompson, Amy Vaughan Spencer, Naomi Floyd, Francis Bosco, me, V, and Stephen Mellor. You are all wonderful gods and goddesses, everyone. Thank you so much. That's Thank brilliant. You. Thank you so much. And I'm just laughing because Laura in the studio, who's so first time, welcome, Laura. She said, I didn't realize you did the sponsorship live every time my mind is already blown i thought it was pre-recorded no this is all live this is this what you hear is what you get absolutely very much so absolutely but welcome everyone we are absolutely buzzed today mark aren't we i i don't think i've been i i've got to say i were almost as excited as the day that we released back to reality the novel today because of what's been going on over christmas or even more so i can't i i think i might even be more excited yeah, this last week especially has been crazy town. Absolutely crazy town. I've struggled to keep up with the social media. It's been amazing. Absolutely amazing. And what are we talking about, listeners? What are we babbling on about? We're talking about nothing other than the uh, the BXP 2020 challenge. So if you want 2020 to be your best writing year ever, you want to write and finish a book, you, you want to make a, create a lifetime writing habit, it's all happening with the BXP 2020 challenge. That The plan is simply just write... 200 words a day minimum. That's all you need to do. Log your words every day, bank those words away, and you will 
create that habit. And this all started with you, isn't it, Mr. D? You you were you were struggling with your writing, weren't you? I do take full responsibility for everyone who's cursing me at this moment for having especially the people who are at five to twelve, the five to twelve crew, or maybe quarter to twelve crew, quarter to midnight crew, we should call them. These these are my people, Mark. These are my people. Because I'm sometimes I'm absolutely done. I'm 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 done. I've had the craziest day. I'm getting into bed at quarter to twelve and I go, oh, you know what? I haven't done my words today. <laughs> and that's when I get my laptop out sometimes and I write my 200 words before that midnight deadline. So the deal is, if you're going to do this, if you're going to do this, you've got until that witching hour to get your 200 words done. And I tell you what, it works. And this all started going back mid last year. I was getting really fed up with the fact that I just could not build this routine. We've been doing this podcast for three years. We know we've heard it over and over, right every day. And I couldn't do it. And I decided to try this idea out with 200 words. Anyway, it's now magnified into this project. Just to give people a bit of an idea, if you've no idea what's going on, if this is the first time you've heard about it, firstly, you need to get over to bxp2020.com, which is where you can register. Now, yes, it's after the 1st of January, but you can register. If you get there before the middle of the month, you can register for February, okay? And you can start practicing in the run-up to the beginning of next month. If you are hearing this before the middle of the month, get over, register, because you'll probably end up doing the word count, the 200 words a day on average, um, based on what we're currently seeing. Because we have <laughs> we have this kind of like really cool kind of backstage pass to seeing what's actually going on and what people are actually submitting in terms of their word count. And I talk about mind blown. We did a, um, a test run with about 30 people back in October to see whether this was a viable thing that we wanted to launch. And it was so incredible. But what we saw is people were averaging each day, averaging 400 words a day, even though we'd set the target at 200. What we're seeing right now, folks, this is a big reveal. We are seeing an average of around 600 words a day. So it's actually blown my mind it's three times now. Now, that doesn't mean you have to try and hit the average, but I just want people to know that if you get into this, the deal is once you start writing, it's actually quite hard to stop. So you might find yourself writing way more than 200. Now, 200 words a day, Mark, what does that equal in a year? 73,000 words. And I've, I've said that so many times, I've actually memorized it now. I'm not good at maths Absolutely. or anything, but yeah. Yeah, which is a published novel. It's a published full-length novel. So you'll have your first draft, boom, there, there you've got it. Uh, but what it's doing, it's about, it's creating that habit. It's about showing up. And once you show up and you do those 200 words, you're like, well, I'll do 200 more. You know, it's, um, it's about keeping that going. Robin's got a question. I think it's about banking the words. She says, does it know my time zone because I occasionally update after midnight it's like gremlins robin you're not allowed to do it after midnight god knows what happened if you do that do you know what it's yeah there's 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 not there's not a rocket science to it we uh it gets logged basically at a certain time each day and and if you're logging it slightly after uh midnight then it's then it's okay what that will what what you want to make sure you do is on your own word count log we so what we're saying to everyone right now obviously we this is in a it's in a beta or beta um, version right now the project so we're doing this just just to see what happens and we're not we're not planning specific things so we're saying to people log your own word count keep track of it locally as well so that you can see where you're at in terms of the month's totals and the like but yeah ideally you do want to get it we've not got a strict deadline of the 12 in terms of submitting some people forgot to submit the day before and we've said just submit both of them as individual amounts the next day we just need to get them logged that's the most important thing for this stage of the experiment 
what's really important though is you keep a track locally as well so you can you can kind of see how you're progressing see what your average word count is because it's kind of mind-blowing they say until something's measured you can't really under, fully understand it and this is partly what we're doing here we're, we're, we're learning about how we all individually approach this it's going to be unique for everyone but really what i'm seeing so far is just it is blowing my mind Barb has a question. Uh, can we see our own results cumulatively anywhere? Uh, I'm guessing that's apart from your Word document or Scrivener document, you know, which will track that for you. You can ask it to do that. But uh, we don't have that technology yet, do we? We're not we NaNoWriMo, don't. are we? We no. don't. We, no, NaNoWriMo have a budget of about 1.8, I think 1.5 million a year through all their donations. Um we have 140 patron subscribers right now. We need to get to 500 just for the podcast to break that even. So, yeah, if you would like to see some of these amazing features, then absolutely come and support Come and support the podcast. Um, we'll be using um, a lot of that budget to try and develop some technology for you, but no promises yet. But it, things will be changing for sure. Richard says, I'm making use of Sage's Excel for my tracking. Now, Sage of this parish, uh, she put a thing up in the BXP group, a little uh, Excel tracker that you could use to track your words. So if you are in the BXP group, Sage, if maybe if you can put it up again for us just as a link later tonight or tomorrow, then um, uh, people can download it from the BXP group. So that's an exclusive, another exclusive uh, for the BXP. So, yeah. yeah, and thank, thank you, to Sage, for doing that. We have in the background been developing, just as Sage has realised this, we've been developing for a number of months, a workout spreadsheet. So there'll be something of that ilk coming out down the road. But again, the fact that Sage jumped in there and has got something for people on day one is absolutely absolutely brilliant uh, another question that we've had for people that have actually so people might say how does this work what do you mean logging your word count what we've created is something called the bestseller experiment word bank it's a bit of a play on world bank um, but in this bank you actually get guaranteed interest right every time you write words you are developing your own writing career and something will happen at the end of it if it's a book if it's a published book if it's a lifetime dream that you meet you're going to get guaranteed interest so we have created this thing called the word bank and what it simply is is it's a sheet that you go to each day online on our website and actually you can get to it from the front page of our website now we've got a new best uh, bxp 2020 link on our navigation you can access the faq you can access how to register and you can access where to put your word count um, and it literally is a sheet where you fill out your your email address um, and you put in your word count for that day and it gets logged by us so it's we're your accountability partner in essence you come to the website each day and log your your count and it that partly helps create the, the habit as well because you know every time that you log your word count you're contributing towards our target our grand what we call the bxp community challenge of one billion words this is what we're going for it's completely bonkers and when i when we came up with that figure i thought maybe we're just being a little bit too ambitious here but i've got to say you know we were talking before christmas that we had a pledged word count for the year of around it was about 15 million then it went up to 20 20 million mm, i think so that was the 20, last time it was 20 million 20 million wasn't it okay okay i should have got you ready with your george harrison drum roll or ringo star i should ringo. say god i don't even know <laughs> blooming beatles <laughs> That's how, that's how excited I am. So, uh, let me see, look at that. Rubber sole. Mark's wearing the t-shirt. Um, so the actual pledged word count. So this is if everyone keeps up with what they're currently doing at the moment, at the current number of people we've got registered, the pledged word count is ready for this, Mark. I don't even, I don't know if I can read this number, it's so big. 118 million. 527,703 
words and three <laughs> three and three, three. <laughs> that, that, we're relying on you mr stay for those three thank you if you're it's welcome 100 and 118 and a half million pledged words which is 11 nearly 12 percent of our 1 billion target already already and we know that people are registering to sign up every single day so anyway i'm not going to say it's going to happen i don't know if we're going to hit a billion in 2020 but if we if if we get even get close to 118 million that in number of books alone mark if you work that out in terms of number of books that's utterly bonkers yeah there's at least a thousand bestsellers in that surely surely absolutely yeah just bestsellers right <laughs> let alone published novels so this is what we want to see folks we want to see you finish these your books this year um for some people writing 600 words though they might be able to finish three books there are people who are putting in word count i mean stuff that i have I'm, I'm blown away at so we just want to encourage everyone keep it going because this is about building a habit and a habit takes time it does not take 21 days please if you've read that statistic anywhere read behind the science of where that came from that is not scientifically proven a habit is however long it takes you individually and we're talking about everyone with us today simon sage paul neil tomorrow tom welcome tom he's joined us kerry josh everyone it's how long it takes you to develop it some people it might take seven days other people it might take three months but the point is if you do it long enough the habit will become part of your life and you'll no longer have to think about doing your word count it'll be just something that you do hmm. so we want to encourage everyone absolutely more one question I've seen, somebody uh, asked earlier on, sorry, I'm scrolling back through questions. Somebody asked, what does um, edit your response mean? So when you, when you go to the word bank and you find the form where you put your word count in, once you've submitted it, there is a link that says edit your response. What that basically means is if you accidentally put an extra zero on the end of your word count, you've done 2000 words instead of 200. If you click on edit your response, you can actually go back and change the word count. So it's just literally a second chance for you just to make sure that you did actually enter the right amount. Because obviously you want these figures to be accurate. Um, so that's been introduced this week. Um, so I hope that all makes sense. Uh, more people are tracking their words in different ways. Say, so she's tracking logging in four separate ways. One on the website, two on the spreadsheet, three with a buddy, Robin, and four in a bullet journal. So, you know, that's uh, that's a lot of logging going on there, Sage. So, uh, yeah, can't miss out there. Um I mean, we're both doing this, aren't we? You're do I've seen your name yeah. pop up a couple of yeah, times. Yeah. I'm um, a big question that comes up: uh, people saying, "Oh, I'm in an edit. Does that does that count? Can I?" And of course, absolutely, you can. I mean, I'm uh, just to double down on that. I'm editing a screenplay, so I'm actually cutting a lot. So I'm writing for two hours each morning. So I. And again, and I'm using, funnily enough, I am using software that doesn't track my word count at all. I'm using Slugline, which, you know, it's just words on a, on a page. So I'm guesstimating my word count. And it's usually only 200, because I'm cutting a lot, because I'm in that stage where I've got notes from my director and he's saying, get rid of that, get rid of got to lose 10 pages from the script. But I'm there, I'm showing up, I'm writing, I'm cutting and adding little bits as well. So, uh, but the edit thing, absolutely. And there are, certainly in Scrivener, there's a way of setting it so it will show you just the new words you've done that day. I'm pretty sure Word can do this as well. Any, any word processor should be able to do it. So yeah, just, uh, just yeah, absolutely if you're editing. There's even sites actually I found Mark, where you can just cut and paste the words that you've created and you paste them into a form on online and press a button Course, and, it, yeah, and, it, yeah, yeah. and it counts the words for you so there's loads of different ways there's no excuses for anyone not counting the words um angela says i use a notebook 
uh, to track words. I think that's absolutely brilliant because, you know, that's not going to run out of batteries anytime soon. So I think that's a, a great way of doing it. Um, I personally like to keep an, uh, a Google Sheet. I use a Google Sheet to track my word count. And I find the process of logging it on there and then going to the site and logging it on the site helps me remember to log it you know, with the, with the BXP total. Um, so I think there's, there's many, many different ways of doing it. I know somebody, and again, this is a very archaic way of doing it, but it works. Um, they're handwriting their novel. Um, they've averaged the number of words per line. It's typically eight to 10, depending on how many you write, how big or small your handwriting is. They count the number of lines in the page and they simply count the lines, multiply it up, and that's their word count. So, you know, it's whatever works for you ultimately it's, it, the word police are not going to come around your house kick your door down and grab you by the <laughs> scruff of the neck and say how many words did you log today sunshine because that's not what it's about you know it's it's about creating that habit the words will turn up if you turn up it's as simple as that yeah Absolutely. First and foremost, we all have to remember that with all the lovely technology that we've got, with all the opportunities for graphs and all things, ultimately, the core thing we're doing here is getting in the daily writing habit. You know, everything else is awesome. But if we're doing that, then that's the currency of what we are as writers. If we don't have words on the page, we're not writers. But if we have words on the page, everything opens up Josh says well. Josh says that's false it happened to a cousin's friend Mark the word police are brutal no regulation and oversight <laughs> <laughs> no I think that's the grammar police I think you'll find that's the grammar police Frank says it would be useful if software could track change words rather than total words but Scrivener can Scrivener can do it it's another reason to get yeah. on board with the Scriv although, so although just a little warning yesterday I was I was building some research documents and I, what I do is I find an article online and I sometimes grab the words and put them in my research folder in Scrivener and um, that actually adds to your word count. So I'd, I'd done about 500 words last night and I, I went to flick to my word count total. It told me I'd written 8,000 words. I was like, what? It depends, so, it depends where you put the folder. If you keep does, the folder you below to... the main manuscript, then um, yeah, because I've made that mistake as well. So yeah. 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 Oh, I love this. Tom has said, sorry if I'm not very communicative. I'm about to drive a 28 foot truck. <laughs> checking in on the live podcast whilst driving a 28 foot that? truck that's pretty impressive tom please drive carefully yes um, concentrate on the road <laughs> for god's sakes oh my gosh that's brilliant stuff so um we'd like to ask the people in the studio and you have been doing this already which we really appreciate ask any questions you want around the bxp 2020 challenge because we can all learn about this together there's i've actually put up if anyone's interested if you go to the the website under BXP, I've got. Oh, hang on, we've got somebody. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Welcome. What's Hello. going on here? There we go. For there everyone go. who hasn't Ooh. seen this on video, we've just had a, a break in. It looks like something from the BBC. Um, that YouTube video that went around where the, the little girl walks in whilst whilst we're going live. I believe this is none other than Miss Claire. Stay slash Burgess. Burgess. Welcome, Claire, to the podcast. <laughs> Hello, the other Mark. It's nice to Hello. speak to you. <laughs> I've never had the pleasure. This is brilliant. No, I know. It's quite weird, isn't Have it? not? This no. is fantastic. I tell you what, this is absolutely brilliant. Claire, welcome. This is the first time, I think, we've talked about... You've, you've always been a, a voice or a name, I should say, on the podcast. I'm like this Mrs. Mannering, aren't I? Mrs. Mannering, yeah. Mrs. Mannering. <laughs> this made-up this made fictional wife that Mark yes, Stay yes. has. It's, that's brilliant. Well, welcome, welcome. How are you doing? Um, I'm sorry, I've got two of you talking to me. One at a time, please. Oh, I know I'm a woman, but, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm very well, thank you, yes. 
Excellent stuff. And Mark, Mark, let me into a little secret before we um, before we came oh, on, that, on air. That. That's fine. No, right. no not that. He he said that you've been doing the the challenge. Is that right? The PXP 2020 challenge. I have, oh, and gosh. I've been really enjoying it. What on earth? What on earth? I mean, it's one thing having having lost Mister Stay like pretty much half of his life to this podcast. Mm. But is this is this a way in which? Um, you can now, do you, I want to, I want to know, do you actually like sit across from a table with laptops doing like challenges? Oh, or no? Am I allowed to swear on here? No, I'm not allowed. <laughs> we get one F-bomb uh, per show. Have you said it? No. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's down here in the office. I'm upstairs in our bedroom where I have a desk and I have the computer. So, um, he does his bit and I do my bit. I, I don't do nagging. Well, actually I nag a lot. But I do it in such a lovely way. But I don't. No, I don't. Oh. She just convinces me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I mentioned this to Mark because I was thinking, you know, I've always wanted to write a book, a novel. Well, obviously, I've written some books, but they're little short ones. But I wanted, always wanted to write a novel, and never really sort of knew what to do That's and right, how to go about do. it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, and I kind of needed that extra little push, and I thought, well, sod it. You know, it's like two hundred words a day. I'm going to give it a go. It may well absolutely be a load of rubbish when I finished with it, but I'm actually really enjoying it. And I've got over 2,340 something words so far. And I started it. I've never done the two. I've always done more than 200 words every day. I think today it was, I don't know, about 400. That's amazing. Yeah. That's absolutely brilliant. So would you say that it's like the... Is that the most words you've written in in that? And I mean, we're talking only seven days in. We're seventh of January when we record this. Yeah. So we, this is day seven. Is that the most amount of words that you've you've written in in a seven day period? Would you say? Um, most probably, yes. Yeah. Well, it yes. has been for me as well. That's why I asked the question because I I struggled so much to get word count down. Um. So so tell us about what you're writing. Is this something? It's a novel, obviously. Yes. It's it's a who done it. Right. Ooh. Very nice. I was inspired by the film Knives Out. Oh. Yeah. I want to go and see that again, and I might have to go and see it and then claim it as research. Yeah, definitely. Yes. 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 Okay. So, yes, yes. Um, So I was just... I, I've always wanted to write a whodunit, but I never, you were like, did, is it going to be like the Columbo? Because I used to watch Columbo when I was younger and uh, there's nobody in this this book going, ah, oh, just one more thing. Um, and do you, everybody want to know who did it to start with and then see how they're figuring it out? Or do you want to go along with everybody and find out at the very end and who did it and how they then got found out and and all that lot so um yeah i'm i'm having good fun what i do is we get up at six o'clock most mornings and once george has gone off to school and i'll i'll go upstairs 200 words does not take that long to write yeah um it actually takes longer for my computer upstairs to boot up (laughs) (laughs) She gets, she gets, 
She gets my Apple cast off. She I said. do. Oh, <laughs> so I, do you I get the hand me downs, Claire? Yeah, I That's do. Not, I yeah, do. Yeah. I do. So I go oh, upstairs. That's funny. I switch the computer and the mouse on. I go to the loo. I get washed. I brush my teeth. I get dressed. And by the time I've done that, then the computer has woken up and it's is ready. ready to go. I know how it feels. Yes. That's absolutely so, brilliant. Um, then I just I I type what I want. I think okay, right, well we'll do that. And and I don't watch the clock or anything because I usually go after work at about quarter to nine. And so it takes about twenty twenty five. I think this morning I was writing for about half an hour. I think I finished about eight o'clock. Um, brilliant. And then I've got lots of other things to do or to get ready to do, like all the boring things, like putting the washing on and stuff like that. I, I help. He, he I just does, want to make sure I help. Give him a list. I'm here during the day yes. tidying up all this stuff while she's of not course. here. I just want to make that you absolutely are, clear. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what you said, though, Claire? It's so brilliant because one of the things we've been really, really encouraging people to do, um, and this is a word you're going to hear a lot this year on the podcast, is the word banking banking your words and and one of the things that we've discovered is by doing them first thing in the morning the rest of your day can go completely AWOL it can go you know in all different directions and everything go catastrophic so you, things that you don't expect always crop up but if you've banked those words first thing in the morning before the day's really kind of got going mm. they're done and everyone can go to bed that night thinking you know what today was a complete washout apart from my words the that fact, I got yes. done and you can feel good about doing mm. that and so the fact that you're, you're kind of trying to build that routine in is absolutely fantastic the weekend is ever so slightly different though because my my view is you have to have a clear head to be writing. And if you've got all those, especially for me, if you've got all those things, that I don't like to waste the day. I don't like to waste any time at all. So I prioritise things. So you get the washing on, you get the dishwasher on, you get all of those annoying tasks out the way. And once they're done on the weekend and, and then you do those by about half nine ten o'clock a weekend then you sit down so you know a clear house a clear mind <laughs> absolutely angela actually just posted up she says the weekends are the hardest for me yeah and you know again things like change of routines school holidays like over christmas everything changes and that's why this idea of embedding this routine is something that happens every single day it means that when those change of routines happens when the weekends come when the school holidays come there's more likely that you can somehow work a way through it whereas if mm. you often what happens is people say oh it's, it's the holidays i'm not going to write over the summer so i i commend you for 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 being able to to do that and, and obviously with a family it's it's much much different i did get one message from someone who was it was brilliant this week he said rather than shouting at my son to get ready for school i did my 200 words <laughs> and apparently his son showed up ready for school anyway so it was a much healthier relationship anyway and he got his words written and i think we're saving we're saving family lives here with this challenge so uh, the thing is it's meant to be so basic and simple somebody did it on their commute for the first time the other day they were writing on their phone they've never written yeah. on their phone it's all they had mm. and they thought i'm never going to do this but halfway through their journey they'd hit their 200 words and they thought yeah. what this is absolutely doable yeah. oh brilliant well i wish you all the best and actually before we before you head off i want to um i want to mention because we've talked about this a lot but i don't think people actually really know all the books that you've you've published out there mm -hmm. so for people who don't know clay see this is a rich family van it's like the kings isn't it mark <laughs> right well, wife well, Wife and husband, kids, 
You're all you're all in it. You're all writing. I could only hope. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you We're know, you never know. Family. Yeah. Yes. Maybe Claire's novel will keep you in. Keep you in. This your, is what uh, I'm hoping that for. You're accustomed to. I'm hoping is that the plan? I've. Uh, you, you know, sometimes husbands worry that their wives might earn more than them. Not me. Not me. <laughs> no. No. I'm happy to be a kept man. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Very very happy. I'm hoping this it? is going to be a smash hit. Or was it Josh's wife that started doing the challenge, one of our long-term yeah. listeners? And his wife started writing like eight times his word count yeah, or something. He's been yeah. published author for years. So you never know, Claire, what might happen. Well, you know, I, you'll have to keep well, us keep us up to date. I was on IMDb before he was. Oh, uh, you have to bring that up again. And, and I was published before he was. Oh, it's all coming out but now. But we do love each other, don't we? Don't we? <laughs> So, that, so for people that want to check out Claire's work, Claire's got a, a children's series called The Lottie and Dottie, mm-hmm. which is a children's book. Absolutely brilliant. I've seen the Three illustrations books. for Three it books. Well. There they Three are. Three books. There you go. Three of those. So if you've got kids, go to Amazon and check those out. And also, if you don't know about Claire's background, she is a phenomenal gardener. She's got a YouTube channel called Claire's Allotment which has a rather large following and you've been doing that yes. for a long time. Loads of videos up there. Yeah. So check out Claire's Notman on YouTube, but also you've released some gardening books under the name Claire Burgess. Is that yes, right? Yes. Yes. Cause Claire Burgess is my maiden name. Here we go. My professional Fantastic. name. My professional name. So if you, if you want some inspiration and it's a good time of year to start looking at those tomato plants, I think there's mm-hmm. a book on t- growing tomatoes. Yes, there is. There? Yes. 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 So yes. check out Claire, Claire Burgess's books. And I believe there's some more, more of those coming in this year. Is that right? Uh, well, we're we're getting a an omnibus, an omnibus all together. Yeah. So yes, yeah. yes, yeah. that's I mean, a bit of a milestone, isn't it? Omnibus, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, my omnibus. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, it's, it's so good to meet you. Thank you so yes, much for for dropping in, Claire, and bringing. I see you bought Mark a cuppa. No, no, that's, no, that's hers. That's mine. Oh, no, that's your. Oh, that's good. I feel better now. That's excellent <laughs> yeah. stuff. But what what I do is is when I'm working in people's gardens the following day i'll be weeding away going now what can i do next oh yeah we can have that bit in the book next and who's gonna get better okay right yeah and so it's all going through my brain and then when i come to write it the following morning it's just there you know yeah and that's that's actually part of it Uh, people that start writing every day what what it actually does is it it's a continuation of the story in your head whilst you're not writing so that Mm. when you come back to write the next day, your subconscious is already developing the story. And I bet you there could be a buried body from an allotment happening at some point in your book (laughs) or possibly something with a spade or uh, uh, some other garden utensil. Do you know what? Mark Mark wanted me to write, was it last summer or something, last autumn? You said if you were to kill somebody on an allotment, how would you do it? So I wrote it whilst I was having lunch where I used to work. This is where it started, wasn't it? Yes, it it was. Yeah. And uh, I took it, brought it home, gave it to him, and I said, well, that's that's how I would kill somebody on a lot. I'm not going to kill anybody on a lot. Be very afraid. But honestly, you know what? Having read that, I don't want to meet me on a dark night. No. Not on the not on the allotment. Especially certain, down, right? down at the allotment. No. <laughs> Killer chickens. No, 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 no. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Excellent. Oh, well, thank you so much for dropping in, Claire. And maybe you drop in throughout the year and let us know how you're getting on with your word count and your book. Will do. I'd love that. Will do. Brilliant. Excellent. Thank you very much. Welcome to the kitchen. What what a surprise. We we can officially say, Mark, that we've now been gate crashed by both both partners. Yes. That's not not something many podcasts can say. (laughs) That's excellent. Oh, that was lovely. Absolutely brilliant. My goodness me. So you've even got, 
even got Claire in on the act, Mark. That's that's yeah, it's a family it was, affair, isn't it? Like it we've got. I mean, we'd been like I said, she's been mulling over this idea for absolutely ages, and I think like a lot of people, she thought, oh, I either have to take a month off work or do something like NaNoWriMo where it takes up every spare minute. And I said, to, we got this new thing. And I said, it works for Mr. D. I said, you just do 200 words a day. And her little face lit up. And she was like, actually, I can do that. And, I, and, and the thing is, as you heard, she knew exactly the time of day when she could fit it in. I got mm. told off the first day because I, I, we woke up breakfast, you know, and I'm usually the first one to write and I come out all smug. And I'm like, have you done your 200 words? And she said, don't nag me. She said, like, do not nag me. I know when no. I'm doing this. Leave me to it. So, and she's been great. She's been, and she's, yeah, been smashing that target every day. So, um, so yeah, it's all cool. That's ah, fantastic stuff. It's fantastic. And um, one thing I was going to mention as well, we've got, um, I was just scrolling through, scrolling through the, uh, the questions here. We've had more people join us. So welcome, welcome to Josh. Welcome to Craig. Um, this is a very busy time of year, actually. Everyone's thinking about their, their goals. And among, I want to ask, I want to ask our, BXP team here, the people in the studio. Besides BXP 2020, what would you say is your major goal this year in terms of your writing? What would be your biggest dream goal? So I'm interested in the big stuff. I want to know where you think this might potentially go if you manage to keep up your writing. So let's have a bit of blue sky um, visionary stuff. Um, so, so, and we'll shout some of those out. So pop those in. Uh, we've already had Laura and Angela both say get an agent. Robin says publish eight books. Mm. I mean, it's doable. We've seen yeah. Shannon do 12 visit that she did a year typically. Yeah. A month. Well, if you want to hear more from um, Robin and Sage, they're going to be on a deep dive very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. Going to be talking Fantastic. about that. So, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, what would you say, Mark, is your big goal this year? Have you got, I know you've well, got a number of them. I, I had a number of goals for 2019, none of which I achieved. Um, but, you know, it's all about showing up and, and making progress down that particular road. But it's very simple for me this year. I want to get Witches of Woodville published one way or another. So uh, if um, it's going out to publishers in the next few weeks, if one of them picks it up, it might take 13, 18 months for it to be published, published, but it'd be nice to get a deal next year. Or if I don't get a deal, I'll self-publish. So one way or another, that book is coming out. And I've got a TV show on the go. It's kind of out of my hands, but it would be nice to get some progress on that. I've optioned a children's book. I'm hoping to get that optioned by TV company as well. And I, the thing I've been working on this last week or so are rewrites of a, of a horror script. So I've got four big projects on the go. And if any one of those can kick off, I will be a very happy bunny by the end of the year. But also the, the BXP 2020 challenge is, I you know, this is, um, I want to see... You know, it's out of my hands again, but I want to see our listeners smash it and get books published because, like you say, this is the most exciting thing we've done. It's um, better it than our first is, year, yeah. I think. You know, it's 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 just this last week has been absolutely crazy. People have really, really latched onto this this idea. But anyway, how about you, Mister D? What's your big? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, from a, from a podcast perspective, I want to see the BXP twenty twenty challenge hit that one billion. And I won't sleep until it happens. <laughs> so you might have a very tired podcast partner. But I really do want to see that happen because we set these ridiculously crazy, large, stupid goals, partly to prove you a point do. that you when do. you do it, <laughs> it, it, it sometimes happens. And yeah, this yeah. is how I've lived my life. It's like, well, you could, we could have said 50 million, but we'd have already, you know, we'd, we're almost, this is a crazy thing. We're almost on our way to getting 
uh, a million words banked in the first week of this challenge, a million words. And if you had told me that in the first week, that's what we'd be doing. I'd do, I, I would have been, I would have been lying if I said, yeah, of course we'll do that. I'm absolutely <laughs> gobsmacked. But the reason we, the reason we'd set these ridiculously high goals is it, it's that classic analogy, you know, shoot, shoot for the, the moon. And if you miss, you still land on the stars, right? So what we're trying to do here is, is we're all trying to teach this practice as writers you've got to have a dream goal you've got to have something crazy that will get you out of bed in the morning and think oh if that happened if that one day happened like like you're saying any one of those four landing for you mark could could potentially change your life or your year yeah robin says that analogy doesn't fit the science i I think it's if you shoot for the stars you land on the moon maybe Uh, who cares who who Uh, blooming cares absolutely i i chuck out i chuck out all kinds of analogies that are scientifically complete rubbish (laughs) point is the point is is that when we when we do have that one big dream that we're going for at least one big dream and then get on with the day-to-day work but have that big dream the thing that gets you out of the bed that kind of lottery ticket discussion like oh if i won the lottery what would i do because unless you imagine it first in your head it will never happen in reality typically um you have to create everything around us is created through thought to begin with. So the thought that we could write 73,000 words in a year allows that possibility to potentially happen. And then giving people the technique, the way to do that, the 200 words a day, makes it real. So you have to join the two together, right? You have to join the dream with the, with the action. So of our listeners in the live show today, Neil wants to publish four books. Tamara wants to finish three books and publish them. Liam says, is world domination taking it too far? There's a lot of competition for that at the moment, Liam. So uh, good luck with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Craig says I'm going to release take three. A ticket. I'm going to release three books in 2020. Sage, dream goal: make a smash hit of the K. Bellingham, the Itty Bitty Indie Experiment. Again, that'll be on a deep dive soon. Jack says to finish the trilogy I'm working on. Josh says I'm publishing two novels and a short story anthology. Barb says I will publish three novellas, two of which are written, plus a small book on retirement transition and lots of travel. Nice one, Barb. Uh, Frank Bosco says uh, I'm good with 73,000 words. Good for you, Frank. Uh, Shell says, self-pub one of my non-fiction books and get an agent for the rest. Uh, Josh says he's publishing a short story a week on Patreon. That's 52 stories. Wow, Josh, good luck with that. It's amazing. That uh, so, yeah, it's all good. We've got some some great ambitions there. Josh, oh, Josh also adds his wife wants to publish three books. Josh, at the rate she's going, um, she's going to be doing 52 books in a year. So, uh, yeah, it's um, fantastic. I think it's great. And, and we just had about 20 public declarations there, Mark. People yeah, don't yeah. realise when, when they type stuff in live, it goes out live on the podcast and it then becomes imprinted in the laws of bestseller experiments. So good luck to every single person that's got that those incredible goals. And if you don't have your goals, if you're listening to this right now, if you're driving the car, pull over, please um pull over don't don't start doing that texting thing whilst you're driving pull over but if you're at home right now this second pause the podcast obviously you can't do this on the live show and that's one of the unfortunate side effects of coming in live but pause the podcast right this second and go and get yourself a piece of paper your phone something you're not going to lose don't put it on a yellow sticky that they always end up down the back of the sofa or the desk and write down your dream goal write down your dream goal take a photo of it and send it to us. If you want us to publish it, send a photo of us on our Facebook page, on Twitter, or you can email it to us by going to bestsellerexperiment.com and clicking on the contact form. We want images of something that represents your goal, either in words 
Or you can be a bit inventive with it, if you like. You can maybe do something which is an interpretive dance, maybe, <laughs> whatever you want. But I want to see those goals because, you know, one of the things we keep banging on about in the podcast is a goal is much more likely to become a reality when you share it with people. Too many writers, and it's, it's, it's more so in writers, I think, than in any other profession in the world, are very very much hold back in sharing their goals because they don't want to put themselves out there and fail. But the, I, the irony is, is that unless we share it with people, um, there's less chance of it ever happening. So share it with us. Um, we'll keep it a secret, just you, me and Mark, and the hundreds of thousands of listeners that we have. But we'll all keep it a secret in the writing community. And then we'll be the ones to be able to cheer you on when that book gets finished, gets published, becomes a Netflix series, whatever's going to happen with it ultimately. And we're going to be able to go all the way back to say this show. I mean, look at this list, Mark, that we've just had here. Who on this list right now, who on this list of our people in the audience is going to be um, the person that might get a Netflix series based on what they're working on is the person that might oh, get me, a bestseller. Me, 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 me. Right? Oh, you mean of the listeners, right. Okay. Well, you know, it's, who knows? It could be any one of those. So the point is, unless you write and finish the book, you'll never, ever know. So best of luck to everyone who's got their dream. And may this year and decade be the year and the decade that it happens for you. Shall we? Um, we got some great tips on the BXP team uh, from some of our listeners about you know, for succeeding in the 2020 challenge. Shall we go through Absolutely. some of these and get the conversation going? And there's, some, there's, there's a load of them. I don't think we're going to get through all of them tonight, um, but some really, really interesting ones. Laura Bradbury says, if you get stuck, just turn your focus from writing a story to just getting as many words on the page in a certain amount of time. So the Pomodoro technique, as we've talked about, set an alarm for two minutes, five minutes. Doesn't matter if it's gibberish. Just try not to lift your fingers off the keyboard or pen from the page. It's amazing what no pressure timed writing sprints can get unstuck. Also, some great ideas come from them sometimes. Uh, Laura also adds, if I'm working on a book, I do a mock-up of the cover. It can simply be a photo that you find evocative. And I look at it when I find my motivation flagging, brain hacking. You've done that, haven't you, Mr. D, done the cover thing? I, I always do it. Like, I've got one here. Do you see that one there? For anyone, that, that was the first one I ever did. I went to Fiverr and I, got, I paid someone $5. And, and it has all the classic stuff on it. Like, you know, at the top of the... Uh, at the top, it says, number one New York Times bestseller. <laughs> right? So, I mean, it's just stick it in. That's the name of the book, Start From Your Heart. And the tagline is, how to change your life and the world from the inside out. So I know what this book's going to be. I just have to finish it, <laughs> like yeah. the other 20. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but that sat there just every single day. I see it every time I do any call or it's in the, it's in the background Yeah. every single podcast. And eventually, I'm going to post the picture of it probably even that cover because I've become really attached to it. I mean, for $5, mm. you can't go wrong, really. Um, <laughs> and stick it on Amazon. Absolutely. So I recommend, it's again, it's about the visualisation of seeing the finished product, imagining it finished before you start it. Abigail says, if the words aren't coming, do something else creative, like going on an artist's date, taking a camera out on a walk, doodling, knitting, baking, something will click into place and you'll go back to your work in progress with new energy. It's a lot like Claire was saying, because, you know, her day job, she's a gardener. And, um, you know, it's one of those jobs that allows you to think, allows you to, you know, to have the brain going on the back. But I mean, I find going for walks does that for me as well. It's a great, great problem solver. Any, anything gets the blood flowing, basically. Absolutely. Um, Julia, Julian Andrews says this isn't for everyone, but if you're working on more than one thing at a time, it can help to get in the flow. Your subconscious mind works on one thing while the conscious mind works another. Actually, that's linked to what you just talked about. You know, if you're gardening, 
you know, your, your conscious mind's focusing on on what you're actually doing, but your subconscious mind is developing the stories or, or getting ideas at the same time. It says it works best if the projects are at different stages. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing a light rewrite on Gears of Magic to enrich certain aspects and drafting Ashes of Olympus 3 from scratch. So that that's again, you know, I think starting two novels, you know, in the same week, that's probably not a great yeah. idea because then you're... Trust me, that's a road to madness. I've been there. A road to madness, indeed. If 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 you have it at different stages, yeah, I I like that. I I like to be at the beginning of something, at the edit of something else, and in in the middle of something else. You know, so you can shake it up and switch. Absolutely. Between now, Mark Hood, one of our BX team. This is an essay, members. isn't it? This is a brilliant. Proper, he wrote a, he wrote yeah. a book. He wrote his two hundred words and then some. And then some. Yeah, let's yeah, let's yeah. summarize quickly. I'll do I'll do the odds. You do the evens, Mark. Um, Set a time when I definitely write, whether it's an hour, 20 minutes or half a day, putting my butt in the chair with the intention goes a long way. Setting a time I can hope focus the mind, as some others have suggested. I'm not allowed to do anything else in that time. And that is so, so crucial. You've got to be, because otherwise, you know, that 20, that, that the 200 words, you know, it could mm. take an hour if you're yeah. jumping onto the internet, checking your text. It's got to be start to finish uninterrupted as best you can. And you will get it done and banked. So yeah. that's a brilliant first tip. Which, which brings us to point two, turn off notifications and distractions. I silence my phone and computer. Almost all have a do not disturb mode. If you can't resist checking Twitter or Facebook, look into a blocking app to protect you from your own impulses. I tell family that I need to be undisturbed. Absolutely true. I do that too. So yeah, shut that door. Uh, yeah. Mark says also have a ritual or routine. Uh, it ties into the first two points, but he sits down with his beverage of choice and turns off everything. And the brain associates this routine with it's writing time. Yeah. So you literally have a have a writing cap. I put it on. <laughs> I love that. Um, I put it on, and it helps remind me of what I'm doing. Actually, there's an idea: BXP merch, writing caps. Yeah, we should shoot me. Oh, bloody hell, baseball Mark. caps. Yeah. Or 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 like a stovepipe hat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the, kid, yeah, the, kid, yeah. the kids are all wearing stovepipe pipes, aren't they? Yeah. And a pipe. Yeah. Um, so he says it literally helps him remind him of what he's doing. And it also, this is really cool, it acts as a visual interpretation. People know when he's got that cap on that he's writing and don't disturb him, which is what you used to do at work, Mark. You used to put headphones on, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. You worked with a writer. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I, just, I did have to resort to putting a post-it note on the cup of the headphone saying, I'm writing, do not disturb me. Um, but yeah, people got the message in the end after I shouted yeah. at them a few times. And, and then he says that and the scent of Earl Grey tea cue me into knowing it's time to write. So remember the power of all the senses here. You know, the smell of cut grass reminds you of some childhood memory, a song that comes on that reminds you of something you, you know, first date or whatever. Don't miss, don't, don't underestimate the power of what we call in coaching, we call it anchoring. So, so Mark's being anchored by that smell of Earl Grey to go, right, mm. I'm going to write now. And the more of that you do, the stronger the anchor becomes. And every time, literally every time he has a cup of Earl Grey in the future, he'll want to start writing, even if he's not planning to. Uh, number four, it, he works best with white noise. Rain sounds and distant thunder suit my current work in progress. But you can find apps that do any kind of ambient sa- soundscapes to block the sound of the washing machine and what have you. This is absolutely true. I, I'm. T- he says, music doesn't work for me, but some folks swear by it. But yeah, I've gone off music and I'm very much a white noise person now especially if i'm traveling i find that really really helpful brilliant and the final point he says is um if you have somewhere to write use that place you know this is what we call distraction free writing it says you know if you're using a computer it's also about the place where you do social stuff banking shopping etc 
you know, if you, I mean, it's slightly elaborate, but if you have a separate laptop that's not connected to the internet, maybe that there the, 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 are also um, these little, what are they called now? These tiny little typewriters, someone will remind me, um, that you sometimes get for children. And it's like a word processor and that's all it does. It just, you only can write on it. So you're limiting the amount of distraction, but if you have to use the computer that you use for other things, then make sure everything's shut down. Um, even turn off the internet and don't do research when you're halfway through the paragraph. Just put a little note in, in, in the Scrivener comments or in the comments to say, research this later and keep writing. And so turning off the internet, there's actually some apps you can get in Chrome and Firefox and, and Internet Explorer and, and Safari where you can press a button and it literally shuts down the internet for a time, for 20 minutes or something, and it'll only open it back up. I know, I know, finish, Sa- right? I know. Sarah Pimbra uses those, uh, and she swears by them. It's yeah, um, yeah they, very uh, effective. They can, they just shut everything off because if you have that impulse to check stuff, or if you, you if you do get notifications, because you will, you know, especially if you, we've all got busy lives, you know, we're all waiting for that phone call or that thing to happen or someone to deliver this or, or, or bring that round. So you've got to be able to shut that off, even if it's just for a short while, and then you can give it your full proper attention. And I'm a complete hypocrite, as I say, is because I'm the world's worst at it. Well, uh, we all that- are, Mark. That's the whole point. I mean, we're not, we're not trying to we're not trying to pretend that we we're god's gift and we we've got this sorted the whole point is every single author even the most successful authors nobody can claim that they've they've sussed this out everyone gets distractions everyone's days go away well some everyone wakes up some days going i just can't be bothered (laughs) to write or this story's rubbish pick your excuses we're all human you you know you were talking about that that typewriter that's not connected to the internet ian sainsbury shared a link on the bxp team uh and it's called an alpha smart that's the one that's it yeah and it's just basically a keyboard with a tiny little lcd screen yeah uh where you can just tap away at the screen and it's there's no distractions whatsoever i mean it's um it's old school it looks like a an old calculator from the 80s it looks like (laughs) something out of amstrad in the 80s isn't it Um, another thing i've been starting to use again is is distraction free writing tools there's a ton of them i love write or die um which is you set your word count for 200 and you can set the amount of time you want to get it done in as well and if you don't keep typing it starts to delete the words you've already written I can't do that. That's cruel. It's absolutely brilliant. No, it's or cruel. you can choose um you can choose the uh the rewards option which is you get purring cap every time you're on track. Uh, <laughs> And if you don't, the screen turns blood red. It's it's a lot of fun and it actually works. But just make sure you copy and paste it because I've actually lost work in it because um, you have to actually exit it in order for it to save the file, which I lost a day's work with, which wasn't great. But anyway, there's a lot of other there's a lot of other tools. Blank page is another one. And there's tons of them. We'll 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 build a list for you guys. Um I'll put Paul uh, points out the Alpha Smarts have been discontinued, but you can buy used ones. Free write to have a couple of versions. Um but they're uh, they you know they can be quite yeah. expensive these days. But they're, you know. they're, they they are they're kind of an iconic legendary type of device. But you know you can create the same thing by just literally unplugging your laptop from the internet or exactly using yes. a laptop that is your writing laptop with no connection whatsoever so you sit down and you know that you can't do anything and that is i do think it's the biggest distraction um that we it's harder to be a writer today i think 
Yeah, yeah, you think about Dickens, you think about Dickens or Shakespeare, like what distractions did they have? I went to see, um, I went to see Little Women over Christmas, which is a fantastic film, really, really good film. And it's one of the best depictions of a writer I've seen on film. And of course, she's writing in, in pen, in ink, but she's in her attic and she's got the pages all laid out on the floor, but she essentially locks herself away to write. And it's, it was, um, it was really exciting watching her write. They made writing a, a spectator sport in a film. It's incredible. But um, yeah, it's it's that thing of uh, they've always had to shut themselves away. But it is much you're much more connectable and contactable now. Jack 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 left a tip on the BXP uh, team. Jack Logan. He says I use words like currency. Coffee is two hundred words. Lunch is four hundred. So you have to earn those things. Now that's discipline, Jack. Oh, I love. I love that. it. <laughs> what would be a packet of hobnobs? Do you think? Well, that's a that's a good day's writing, isn't that's, it? That's that is that's, a, no, that's hitting your week's target, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this probably was, may never make the finished film if it ever gets made, but I have put a couple of ho- chocolate hobnob gags in this horror film that I'm writing. So I hope. <laughs> I love it. If it Killer ever gets hobnobs. Made, if it ever gets made, uh, I hope you'll all turn up just for that. So um, it'll probably oh, get cut. Brilliant. The Americans won't understand it. <laughs> Robin has said 2,000 words is one Tim Tam. Now, for you non-North Americans, you like might, a penguin. might not know what that is. Um, one other thing that I want to share with you very quickly about, you know, you talked about Little Women. My dear deceased wife, um, her favourite novel of all time was Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. And she read that book two, 300 times, I, uh, unbelievable. And when we had our last trip to England, we actually drove past a sign, one of those heritage signs that said Jane, Jane Austen's, Austen's house. house. Yeah. And we thought, what? We were on our way to Devon and we thought we did a U-turn yeah. and we went and found this house. And in that house was, I mean, it was it was like set up like, you know, the the, the 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 many many years ago when she wrote and you could see like how sparse the actual house was but the beauty the beauty of it is that they actually had this table where she wrote all of her books including pride and prejudice and it was this round table i don't know if you can people obviously this is great for people listening on the podcast but people on the video it was about that big it was, a, it was one of these round little tables with three legs. You probably know the type of thing that you might put a plant pot on if you're lucky or, or maybe the phone um, back in the day. Um, and that's where she wrote. And I, and I was in that room thinking, wow, you know, when she went to write, that was it. She, she didn't have elastic bands to kind of build a ball with or, <laughs> you know, blue tack to make shapes with or whatever. She just wrote. So, you know, I think this is a valid point is we have to counter the challenge that we have today with all the distractions. Darren James who is in with us today on the live show, Darren James says, I'm related to Jane Austen. We have, we have publishing royalty with us here. Oh, my um, gosh. And then Darren adds, Darren adds, shamefully, I haven't read any of her books, though. Oh, Darren, oh, come on. An audio Darren, book, that, at least. But that, Darren, that's is, a, she, tell us, is, is she available she, for interviews? She's my... She's my Seven, how would you say that, Mark? Times seven aunt is that seventh aunt, right? Great, right, great, great, yeah. great, great aunt, right? Times yeah. seven, yeah, that's, that's related. amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's oh my gosh, that's fantastic! What um, a great reveal! That's one of the f- best things we've ever had from a live audience member since wow. we started the podcast. Wow. And then, and then on top of that, Sage says, My desktop got hit by lightning a while back, so I only have my laptop. Now, when I get the desktop back, my laptop will go back to being for writing and writing related things. How did it get struck by light? Say, what? How? What What were you doing sitting in the middle of a field with a desktop computer? They do it differently in South Africa, clearly. 
All right, Jack Jack also says like to have one more thing. Don't compare yourself to others. Yes, hallelujah. Yes, yes. Thank you. This is a big one. The reason why we haven't put up a league table for the BXP 2020 mm. is because we don't want people to start thinking that this is a competition. No. There is there is no competition going on whatsoever. Um, you know, with NaNoWriMo, there is this kind of 50,000 that you have to hit, and it's kind of you're either in the club or you're not in the club. You're in the BXP 2020 club if you've written 200 words in a day, any day. If you write every day, brilliant um this is not about competition the only person you're competing with is actually yourself and what you're competing with is all of those stories that you've told yourself over the years that you can't do it that you'll never be an author that it'll never happen to you that your stories aren't good enough that you won't have the time that you're past it that you should have done it 20 years ago no 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 the point is is that there is no competition you have to write your book to even get your book on amazon Right. And, and, and yes, you could then say, well, there's a degree of competition there because people have to make a choice. But, you know, you've got to finish that book to even start that journey. And that's what this is about. So thank you, Jack, for reminding us all of that. Um, he said, I've already I've already seen people saying they did their 200 words in 10 minutes whilst jogging and juggling a dozen quail eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good for them. Uh, there are people that can write really fast. Even I could think that I could think that fast. My fingers would not be able to move quick enough to get them down. 200 words in 10 minutes equals 1,200 per hour, which means they could complete NaNoWriMo in a day. That's an interesting point. My 200 has taken me around 20 to 30 minutes, but yesterday it was 40 minutes. That's fine. It's not a race or a competition. Words are not a cheap thing. They come from inside, inside you and they mean something. The best words can stay with us forever, right? So... Jack, great, great point. You know, I, I think I think it's good to share how long it takes you. I'm very interested in that because it's kind of useful for us to know if it average takes people. But we think it's about 15 to 20 on average, and it, but it's not a comparison. There's a thing about quality versus quantity. And if it takes longer, maybe you put more thought into it. But again, reminding ourselves that we're all into this together. And the challenge, the main point of the challenge is to do your 200 words and then encourage everyone else by telling them that you've done your 200 plus and, and encouraging and supporting other people. Quick update from Sage. The house was hit by lightning and the desktop sustained damage as a result. So we cleared that up. Sage wasn't sitting on the roof uh, with a lightning rod uh, defying the lightning gods to strike her she it was it was uh, it was just a lightning storm so thanks for clearing it up sage that's that's all cool excellent uh, liam says and there's a great youtube clip of roald dahl writing by hand in his back shed that's a classic clip i think we've i've put seen it on the, that yeah we've had it up on the group before but I'll, I'll pop it up on the bxp group again it's a really fun clip absolutely absolutely and um so we've got loads of tips but we want to hear from you folks you know we've got we've got loads of people now doing the bxp 2020 challenge everyone's learning different ways of doing it and what we want to do is is use this podcast as a way of sharing your successes the things that uh, the bxp 2020 challenge is changing in your writing life things that it surprised you with you've had a lot of people saying this is a game changer you know we're seeing lots of those stories happening and we want to know your, your stories about how it's going the challenges obviously because it is a challenge and we also want to know your tips so we really appreciate getting emails and posts from people that have um, some new ideas because what we're doing really is putting together all of these all of these different aspects of writing which can help everyone and again it's like every single thing some people prefer 
the Chrome browser. Some some people prefer Safari. It's different things for different people, but we want to share all of people's stories because if one thing lands for one person in this podcast today, then we've we've done our job here. Um, usually a lot more than that happens based on the feedback we're getting. So um, do send us your tips. You can do that by coming to the website, bestsellerexperiment.com. And you can also, you know, post on Facebook or one of the best places, honestly, join the BXP team, support us on Patreon, come to bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash support and join the discussions on there because that's where all the real intense kind of amazing sharing is happening. And that's where all the cool kids are. Well, it's where we often draw stuff from the podcast as well. So, you know, it's, it's great for us to have it all in one place. So come and join the BXP team. It is something phenomenal make that your gift to yourself this year folks absolutely yes uh so drop us a line we're on facebook bestseller experiment twitter at bestseller xp instagram at bestseller xp now if you're listening to this and you want to get involved for next time join us on patreon as we said for ten dollars a month you're a chart topper you get the deep dives access to the bxp group you get the episodes early you get extra bonus stuff and you get to submit to our one page punch-ups and there's going to be a couple of those coming up soon we're thinking of doing a romance one which could be fun and we're thinking of doing a science fiction one again science fiction fantasy one because we we've had a lot of entries uh, along those lines and you can come to these wonderful live shows and we'll have another one of these coming around soon so yes and if you've enjoyed this show please leave a review on your podcatcher of choice although mostly it'll be on itunes or apple podcasts uh, please subscribe rate and review and always a big thanks to dave and jd our editors for making us sound wonderful fantastic and just as a reminder if you're inspired to start the bxp 2020 challenge get on over to bxp2020.com and if you're already signed up our request to you is to tell your friends about it get people involved you will be amazed at how many people that have your friend group want to be writers tell them what this is about because this is open door just like it has for for claire mark's wife you know it's opening the door to people who've never had the excuse or the reason to write before and we're seeing like was it jeff has got his two one of our bxp team says he signed his two children up for the challenge yes six yeah. and nine yeah. years of age yeah, yeah. and his six-year-old <laughs> has just banked over 1200 words in the first week now if Jeff's six-year-old can do it, so can we. So please, please inspire everyone out there. Tell the world about this because ultimately, ultimately, we want to get the world writing. We want to be able to look back one day and say the BXP challenge engaged an incredibly huge number of people that started to write who maybe never would have thought of doing it. So be a part of that. Be a part of the community challenge. Keep on banking your words. Come to the Word Bank every day and register your words and we'll update you weekly on the total as well so stay tuned for that perhaps more importantly if you are doing this tell your friends tell your writer friends but also just tell your friends because i guarantee there'll be someone like claire out there who's kind of thinking well i've never had the time blah blah tell your friends tell everyone you know stop strangers in the street tell small babies children's <laughs> teachers anyone you come across people at your church your youth group or whatever tell them all spread the word uh, I, I mean my the social media's gone crazy 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 but um, we want it to go completely bonkers to the point where we just can't cope anymore yeah we want a very scrolling happy. stream of tweets and in fact just to give you an idea folks we need another to, to hit that billion based on our current rate we need another Four thousand and fifty-nine people to sign up, which is very, very doable. So, who could you ask this week? Um, who could you tell? Tell them about the challenge, and let's see if we can get 
those extra 4,000 people signed up maybe in the next month or two. That would be awesome. That would be nice. And then who knows where it could go from here, Mr. Stay. Yeah, well. Um, That's and- the bit I'm excited about. And normal service will uh, continue. Of course, we've got some amazing guests coming out. We've got Caroline Mitchell next week. We've got LJ Ross the week after that. We've got Steph Green, BA Paris. We've got Mel Sharrett coming on the show. All sorts of incredible best-selling authors who are going to inspire you when you're doing those 200 words. So keep listening, tell your friends, and stay in school, kids. Absolutely. And thank you to everyone for joining us in the live green room today. It's been an absolute pleasure. We have a massive crowd. We appreciate all of your amazing contributions and the fun and games that you're having whilst we're trying to record this podcast. It's so distracting. All this, <laughs> these jokes what? and laughter. It's quite a community here, folks. So thank you so much for being a part of it because it would not be this without you. And we, Mark and I, absolutely appreciate every single one of you. We appreciate every message you send us. We do read everyone. Mm. So until next week, folks, until we can share more success stories with the BXP 2020, it's a goodbye from Mark 1. And a goodbye from Mark 2. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.